Hello, my lovelies, and I hope you're having a good day and a good week. And I want to remind you to please, if you are listening to me and you're not on my Instagram page, to please follow me because that is where you will get the updates on when I'm posting, when I've posted a new, um, podcast as well as other things I did a contest once before I um I did a zoom call with a a group of 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 you of my followers um twice in the past so and I'm planning on another one soon so please follow me it's at escaping narcissistic mothers the link is in the show notes okay on to today's topic. I had another topic in mind, but again, I usually try to answer or tackle a topic that I'm seeing in the Instagram comments. And this one is particularly hard because I get new people follow me and I get the same questions. So I want to tackle those questions again. This is not the first time, just in a different way. Um, and that's what happens after you go no contact. Now, in order for me to talk about what happens after, I have to tackle what no contact really means. And, um, There is a difference between what a lot of you think no contact is and what you're actually doing is called something else. And I'll, and I'll tell you that in a second. So you've gone no contact or so you think you've stopped talking to your narcissistic parent, um, or narcissistic boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay. Um, no contact means truly means you have blocked them from your phone so you cannot receive phone calls I personally and you mail I really need to contact them you mail is a fantastic app and it's y-o-u-m-i-a-l because you can send a phone number (laughs) When they call, they'll hear a really silly um, answer, a really silly outgoing message from you, you know, and it's out of your voice. And they can leave a voicemail, but sometimes they don't even think about it. When they hear that, they're like, where the hell did I call and hang up? So uh, that's my suggestion. So you block them phone, you block them by phone, you block them by email, you either um, they send an email, you can mark it as spam and you won't see them anymore or make a folder and send it directly into that folder. Now that's dangerous only because you're going to be tempted to read it. And the whole point of going no contact is for you. It's not for them. And that's the difference. You have to go into it with the mindset that I'm protecting myself. It's not about punishing them. You're not punishing them by going no contact. Remember, most of your narcs use the silent treatment as 
as punishment. So how would going no contact be a punishment to them? Right? They don't think the way we do. And what we tend to do is beliefs and our actions and our emotions and our empathy onto them. We project it back onto them. And then they don't think that way. They are not empathetic. They don't care. They don't feel guilt the way we feel guilt. Okay? Um, so going no contact is not a It is a protection for you. Please listen to me. Listen when I say this. I know it's hard. And I know there's times when you think you're harming them. You're not. And, and you need to be clear on that. That you're not harming them by going no contact. At least not in the beginning. Or for a while. The harm may come later on when there's a, a narcissistic blow to them outside of you. And then <clears throat> plus added on to the fact that they lost you. That's when there's harm to them. But don't think that you're doing this to punish them because you're not. You're doing it because you truly have to protect yourself. So you block them on that. You block them on social media. Okay. And then flying monkeys come along. I would suggest you just listen to my flying monkeys podcast. But flying monkeys are people that you don't want in your life anyway. Because they're not on your side. They literally are being sent by the narcissist to get information and to do their harm to you through them okay so we got that out of that's real no contact is shutting the door on them being able to contact you and yes there are times that they go to extremes and it's hard to get a hold of you okay and it's hard I'm not saying it's easy I never have And I think that's another part of this is that some of you believe that, all right, I'll just stop and it's all going to be easy from here on. And no, it's not. You have to be strong. I asked you in another um, podcast to write a list of all of the things that that you can remember at the moment, because you're not going to remember everything. It's impossible. Of the big things that you remember that they did to you. Write a list and put it somewhere you see it. Because that's going to give you the anger to keep you in the no contact zone. What They don't deserve your attention. They don't deserve your love. Because this is what they've done to you. Okay? I hope that that's helpful to some of you. Because again, there's just such a misunderstanding about that. No contact is to punish them. But it's not... It's, it's to protect you. It's not to punish them. All right. So what most of you, or a lot of you, I'm not going to say most. I don't know. I haven't counted. I haven't, you know. What some of you are actually doing is called um, no response. Which means you're not calling them. You're not taking the first step to contact them. But you're hoping they contact you. And that you'll be able to say, I'm not talking to you. That's not going to work. I'm telling you right now. You either go no contact 
or do the gray rock method, which means you are in contact with them. You can't do this middle shaky ground thing. Okay. In the hopes that, well, if, if she calls and I don't answer, if he calls and I don't answer, then I'm showing them. Mm -mm. Guess what? If they get a glimpse or an idea that it's getting to you, you're giving them supply. You're giving them fuel. So please don't do that. Or have your spouse, like if the phone rings and it's them, and have your spouse pick it up. No. No contact means they can't get to you. That's different. Because that sends them scrambling for a way to get to you. And yeah, that sucks because they're they're always going to try. They're going to go for the flying monkeys. They're going to go for, in one case that I just read about, call places that you frequent. So what? They call, you say, I'm not here to the person who answered the phone. Or please hang up the phone. That's it. You do not need to answer. If the if they keep calling that establishment, it is up to them to block them or to take matters into their own hands because at that point they're harassing the establishment, not you, right? It's not your fault that they're doing that. They need to stop. Okay, so I, I really wanted to stress that. To stress the no contact thing is about you and not about them. It is not about them. So... Now that I've explained kind of what no contact and no response is, let's talk about the aftermath, right after the no contact. And I've already touched upon this. Yeah, it's going to suck. It, it's hard. It's awful. It's You're guilt-ridden, all right, to help with the guilt. Honestly, the only thing, and I know that you may not want to hear this, The only thing that truly relieves guilt is time. Time has a way of healing the worst possible wounds you have, okay? Things that you think you will never get over, okay? If if your narcissist is not a, a, a romantic lover, think about that person who broke your heart in the past, And how awful that felt at that moment. I bet you can't even feel that anymore. Time heals all wounds. Okay? So, for guilt and the grieving part, which I did a whole podcast on the steps of grieving when it comes to going no contact. It's not the same as the grieving when you lost someone to death. It's not the same. So, you have to, you know, with time, you have to understand that you're going to have better days. You're going to wake up in the morning and go, ah, thank goodness, I'm free. And then you're going to wake up some days and go, damn, this sucks so hard. How am I going to get through this day? And how you get through it is one step at a time. Literally, just put one foot in front of the other Fake it until you make it. All these cliches. Just do them. And just to help out a little, have that list that you can look at. So it gives you that little bit of fire to keep going. All right. So what happens right after you go no contact? At first, 
your parent may not notice. Especially if you had a fight and you haven't called them. They may not even notice or care. I'll tell you that right now. Or they may be, you know, after a couple of weeks or a month, when they start to catch on, they're going to try, right? They're going to call you. And that happened with me. I'm talking about what happened to me. They might try to call you. They're going to use emotional things. My mother actually, when I went no contact three years ago, it was three weeks before our birthdays because her birthday's three days before mine and on my birthday she called at exactly 11 whatever it was 11 33 a.m or whatever 12 33 p.m i don't know my my exact moment of birth um to say you know to try to get all emotional about it this is the moment you were born and I didn't even I didn't go any farther than that in listening to her voicemail I deleted it I actually don't know what she said beyond that and so they are going to try they're going to try hoovering very very hard and then they're going to stop at least that's what happened to me I may be wrong it may be different for you they may not stop it's okay if they don't stop trying You have to stop. You have to make sure that you have protected yourself as much as possible. So I've given you all of the things to do so they cannot contact you through social media because you're going to block them. Emails, phone calls. So what happens if they are contacting you at work? Right? Calling coworkers, I've heard that too. You have to immediately talk to HR. You have to tell them. I wouldn't go into every single personal point just saying I am estranged. Um, and they are harassing me or me at work. I need this written down. I do not want this to affect my job. They need to know. You need to report it. If you have a good relationship, and I mean really good relationship with your boss, you may be able to tell your boss what's going on. You need to protect yourself in case they they continue to call your job. So here's the other side of it. What if they show up to your house? They live close enough that they can show up. If they show up to your house, there's several things you can do. If you're indoors and you see their car in your driveway, you don't open the door. If they catch you the way that I was caught, and that was this early this year, before COVID was known that it was, because I have a suspicion COVID was going around the country before uh, March. But this happened in like late January, early February. My parents showed up, but they showed up. They had been stalking and that's scary. That's the scary part. That's what made me anxious and nervous and, and really get scared because they were waiting for me to leave the house 
and they were there when I came back. So I had to see them because they, I know my father being the enabler and the, a shell of a person that he wasn't going to come out of the car and ring the doorbell. They were, he was just, they were going to wait in the driveway. Well, <clears throat> you have to be clear. What I did was grabbed my cell phone and put the video camera on, made sure I had it on. Cause when you get nervous, like you press the wrong button. And I recorded it. And I came out of my car and I and I just told them, Hey, you need to leave. You're not welcome here. He looked... He didn't look as confused. My mother, apparently, she was going through some mental stuff. Also connected to my no contact. But I'm not going into that. So, she looked totally confused. Like, what's going on? Why, you know, how... How is this happening? She's my daughter, you know? And I was like, you haven't called me in two and a half years. And and that's on video. There's proof of it. And then I called the non-emergency number and got a report started. And I made sure they found out. I used one of her own fly monkeys right back at her. I sent them a picture of the... Of the because they give you a paper with the number or the case number, right? I put my finger over the case number, and I and I sent it to her, made sure that they would know for sure that I was not, I wasn't playing. That's what they need to know. You're not playing around, and it takes time for them to realize that you aren't kidding. And then I mean it. I'm serious, and don't mess with me because I'm not going to let you in. I'm not going to let you talk to me. I'm not going to let you abuse me. That's the message that they need to understand. And the only way to do it is to be hard, to be rough. You know, you cannot be wishy-washy. That's why in the beginning, it's just important to kind of protect yourself and be kind to yourself so that you can be that strong person when you have to be. Because in the beginning, if they show up, I had a little different situation. Only a couple of weeks after going no contact, I had surgery. Um, I made the mistake of telling a flying monkey, and they ended up coming, my parents, to see me a few days after the surgery, who even cared anymore. And my mom, literally, she put one foot, there's a little step up in my, you know, to get into my doorway. She put her foot up there, and I remember pushing her leg and put with my arm because she tried to come in the house forcefully and I said why can't you just leave me alone and I I physically pushed her out not I'm not gonna harm her because that'll get me in trouble and I closed the door and she walked away They, they she walked away and not after that she didn't contact me for a long time So you see, you have to send that strong message. I don't want you in my life. If you are no response, the message is, I'm just walking away really slowly waiting to see if you catch up to me. Don't do that. Please don't do that. That's hard to recover from. You either go no contact Or do the gray rock method. If you're not ready, don't go. No contact. Don't try the wishy-washy one. 
do the gray rock method be in their life and 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 try to be as boring and you know don't tell them anything important about your life and do that if you cannot stand not being in their life yet (laughs) and I say yet because eventually you will get there because these people are relentless they they're not going to stop your hope is going to eventually go away about them changing you can't love them you can't do anything to make them change their minds their brains are different than ours okay i hope that um this was a a good podcast for you to listen to I get very animated when it comes to the no contact because I see so many people doing no contact in the wrong way. They do the no response. And no contact just means no. You cannot reach me. I am unreachable. I can live next door to you and you will not contact me. That's what you're trying to to show them. So it doesn't matter if you live five minutes away, ten minutes away, two hours away, or in a different country, across the Atlantic. It doesn't matter. It's you who puts down that boundary. And it's not up to them to follow it. It's up to you to follow it, to protect yourself. All right. So, enough. (laughs) Um... I, like always, am sending you my love and my peace. I haven't been feeling great lately. You know, you guys know I have Graves' disease, which is an autoimmune disease, and I haven't been feeling good. So, um, I spent one entire day, I couldn't even post anything on Instagram. But, I just want you to know that I never stop thinking about this page, about all of you, and that I really hope that I can be a way for you to understand just how awful this is, how awful these people are, right? That their intentions are bad. They want to hurt you. And I want you not to be hurt. All right? So... I'm going to stop here, and like always, until next time.